Good morning. Thank you so much for choosing Butte Creek Baptist Church as your place to worship this morning. On the count of three, we're going to say hallelujah. Ready? One, two, three. Hallelujah! Great job. If you're a visitor with us today, when you came in through the lobby, you received, probably received a bulletin. In that bulletin, there's a tear-off. There's a place that you can put your name. And if you have any special prayer requests, you can put that in there. And uh, if you can prepare yourself with that as we're celebrating Jesus, as we're singing our songs and doing the music, you can be prepared. And then when the offering plate comes by, you just throw that in the offering plate. We want to know that you're here, and we want to pray for anything that's going on in your life. So if you came here and you've... And, and you just want to meet Jesus this morning, you came to the right place. So we're thrilled that you're here. We're going to stand together, and uh, we're going to open our praise chorus book. That's the little tan book. We're going to open that to page number 58, and we're going to do a fun song that we love doing here at Butte Creek Baptist Church called Keep on the Sunny Side, number 58. On the course. Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side, just keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day, it will brighten all the way, if we keep on the sunny side Sing that first verse. Well, there's a dark and a troubled side of life. There's a bright and a sunny side too. Rushing hopes that we cherish so dear. Clouds and storms will time pass away. The sun again will shine bright and clear. Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day. We'll brighten all the way if we three people shake their hand and say you're on the sunny side you're on the sunny side today yeah, I hope so. oh yeah keep on the sunny side always on the sunny side just keep on the sunny side of life it will Every day it will brighten all the way If we keep on the sunny side of life Let us greet with a song of hope each day Though the moments be cloudy or fair Let us trust in our Savior always To be 
Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Just keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day. It will brighten all the way if we keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day. It will brighten all the way. I think I, I think all of you guys should be in the choir. Actually, we'll just put everybody up here. <laughs> Amen. Uh, good morning, everyone. That was pretty weak. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. That was much better. Much better. Wow. If you're not woke up by now, well, we'll wake you up in here pretty quick. Oh, I got turned up too. That's not good. <laughs> I'm not sure you guys want to hear me that bad. Uh, let's pray. Father in heaven, we just love you and thank you. And we thank you that there is a sunny side of life, Lord. That, you know, even when dark clouds come over our lives and things seem to affect us and things seem to take our hope and our joy away, Lord, there is a sunny side of life, Lord God, and it's called the Son of God, Jesus Christ. And we thank you for that. Lord Jesus, thank you for your precious life, your death, your resurrection, your ascension into heaven, and your intercession for each one of us when we pray to you. We'll give you the glory in all things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh. I have to be told what to do here. Okay, your announcements Wednesday night. We have um, Bible study, dinner at 6, Bible study at 6.45, and um, we'd like to invite you. You know, I'm going to be talking about the Word tonight, so think about coming to Wednesday nights. The last two Wednesday nights of every month, we have uh, a special speaker, and uh, then the first two Wednesday nights, we have special speakers also. <laughs> so we have special speakers also. All the time, okay? Just want to let you know that. Women's Bible study, you need to go to that. That's uh, February 18th, Facing Your Fears with Faith. And that's um, at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, right? February 18th. Then the men's Bible study, that is in, uh, that's every Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock. And uh, both of those Bible studies, I'm sure, uh, involve some kind of food. Which is very important, by the way. Whether it be spiritual food or physical food, right? If you got any prayer requests, uh, Flo Downing's number is in the in the uh, bulletin here. Uh, Thursday morning tops, quilters meet Thursday at 10. And um, here's our scripture that's put in our bulletin. It's Psalm 33, for the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. 
the Lord is the Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. Deb? You know, the call is out, the ministry is open for whoever wants to do that, and uh, what a blessing it is to influence little kids' lives toward Jesus. I mean, I wish I'd have had Sunday school when I was uh, small. I didn't come to the Lord till I was about 20. That was two years ago. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, please, you know, volunteer and, and help, uh, help those teachers out. So a couple things. Once again, this church never ceases to amaze me. Um, after surgery, I have had cards and flowers and food brought to the house and love and prayers. And there's just no, no other church like it. And I just wanted to thank you all for treating me so special. And um, so I just want to say thanks. Also, pictures again this afternoon, Jeremy. Okay, we're taking pictures again today. If you don't have a picture taken, there's no reason to be put in the directory because people want that face with that name. So um, line up out there doesn't take very long to go through quite a line. So um, in the fellowship hall. Thanks. Thanks, Lenora. We love you. Don't we? And uh, so we go, an oldie that I just love in your hymnal 329. In your hymnal 329, you'll find there's power in the blood. It's hard to sing this one sitting down. I know that some people are going to try it. But if you're able to stand and you're, and you're capable, we'd love to have you stand. And 329, there's power in the blood. Would you be free from your burden of sin? There's power in the blood, there's power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's wonderful power in the blood. Sing it out! There's power, power, wonderful power in the blood. In the blood of the Lamb, there is power.
the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Would you be wider, much wider than snow? There's power in the blood, there's power in the blood. Since saints are lost in his life-giving flow, They're doing a great job on the instruments this morning, aren't they? There is power, power, wonder-working power In the blood, in the blood of the Lamb in your hymnal. What a day that will be. 762. There was
look to turn your eyes upon Jesus. Let's turn our eyes upon him this morning. Look in your hymnal, 340. Let's just continue to praise him this morning. What a fabulous Savior that we have that we can turn our eyes upon. Become dim the problems, the situations, anything, Lord. And so, Father, help us to do that. Help us to turn our eyes upon Jesus, look full in His wonderful face. Father, take our hand and lead us to the promised land. Lord God, we pray that you'll bless all of the church services today around the world that are speaking your words by means of your Spirit, and that, Lord God, you would effect a huge uh, revival on this world in every country, Lord God. Bless your Christian people who are being persecuted, Lord, who are living in countries where they cannot worship you openly. And help us to be thankful for what we have, Lord. For we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn your eyes upon Jesus Look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. 
If we could take our offering now, the guys can come forward. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll do that in just a second. Okay, that's that's a good good thought. And yeah, children can be released to their Sunday schools. You know, uh, for you Sunday school teachers, I talked to little Gracie that's sitting in the front row there, or close to the front row, and I asked her today, I said, did you like Sunday school? And she says, oh yeah, I did. I said, what did you learn? She says, about serving. So she learned about serving. Maybe we should all go to Sunday school, huh? <laughs> right, Gracie? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Oh, Father in heaven, we do pray that you'll bless these kids, Lord God, that are going to their class. Work in their hearts, Lord God, in such a young age and bless them. Father, we ask that you'll bless this offering, Lord, and that it can be used for uh, your kingdom's purpose. Increase it to the good of this community, Father. We also want to hold up all the people, Lord God, that are involved in that terrible, terrible earthquake, Lord God, in Turkey and in Syria. Father, there's a lot of people that don't know you there. They're Muslim people, Lord God. They're worshiping a different God. And Father, we just pray that all of the ministries, like Operation Blessing and, and Samaritan's Purse and all those ministries that are uh, witnessing for you will get through to so many people, Lord God, and that you will cause them to see you, Lord. We just pray that if there's anybody still left in that rubble alive, Lord, that they'll find them and get them out, Lord. And Father, thank you so much that we live here and that we have uh, all of the wonderful things that you've allowed us to enjoy. For we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.
You know, God never promised that he'd give us a perfect life, but he promised that he'd be with us every step of the way. That's such a great promise. So, you know, when we sing this song, I just listen to it with your heart.
I can say is wow. Just wow. That's incredible. Jeez. Well, let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for this beautiful music and for your word, which is a lamp unto our feet, a guide unto our path. Father, grant us wisdom and discretion, understanding and knowledge as we study your word. Help us to not only just study it, Lord, but help us to do it and help us to live it, Lord, and help us to help it to be a part of our daily lives. May you be glorified in all of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me read a scripture to you real quick. It says this, Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Before I start, I, I kind of want to offer you guys an apology. Uh, for the last couple years, uh, it's been tough uh, for all of us, but I, I've gone through six surgeries in six years. I mean, six months. What am I talking about? Yeah, see, see it's even affected my mind. What can I say? Uh, and I'm doing good, working out every day, expecting to be on the ski slope here at the end of the month. Uh, don't laugh. I'm going to be there for sure. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the leadership that I should have offered was not as good as it should have been, okay? Because I'm not going to give any excuses. It just wasn't. So I just want to thank all of the people here for first of all putting up with me and secondly I want to say, I want to thank uh, PK for his his help in, in, in preaching and teaching on Tuesday mornings I want to give a special thanks to John uh, I'm telling you he took a lot of the burden off me and put it on himself and uh, this morning's music was a testimony to hard work that he does. I, I think those who think that. You know, and we're, we're all just trying to get through this life successfully. You know, learning about God, we're going to see God here pretty quick. Even if you're young, you know, how fast does life go by? And um, so anyway, I hope you'll accept my apology and <coughs> will grow. I, I want our church to grow and be happy together. I want us to uh, have the attitude that we need, attitude of gratitude, and uh, let's, uh, let's all get to heaven together. What do you think? Amen. I think that's a good idea, huh? Yeah. Amen. So I titled this message, Expect the Unexpected, okay? Today is, as you know, Super Bowl Sunday. And um, let me see, uh, we might be out by 3.30, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see, okay? We'll see how uh, Gabby I get. Um, but I want to talk to you about another Super Bowl Sunday, one that was in the newspapers, one that was in the news. It was on Inside Edition. February 3rd of 2019, the Patriots played the Rams. And... Uh, you know, as most people do, they watch, you know, the, the bowl game. And um, 
A lot of them had parties. And uh, Roy Anderson, who's, who's 85 years old, and his wife Dahlia, who was 68, they, they planned the party. And their guests were to arrive at 1.30 because the Super Bowl started around 3. So they got, uh, their, they also had two guests, Stacy Lorber, who was 48, and Don Elliott, who was 58, and they all met it on Crystal, let's see, Crest Knoll Drive in Yorba Linda, California. And they were gonna just enjoy the Super Bowl, have some snacks and all the goodies, right? Well, seven miles away, there was a fella by the name of Antonio Pastini. He's 75 years old, and he was getting in his plane, he was a pilot, and he was gonna go fly it to uh, uh, another airport where he was gonna meet up with friends and they were gonna celebrate Super Bowl Sunday. Well, so seven minutes into the flight, 10 miles uh, roughly from uh, where he started, his plane blew up. Yeah, blew up. I mean, really blew up. Engine came out, wings separated on it, and it was actually caught on several videotapes of him going down in a, in a smoke screen, and he died. He died in the crash, and the bad news is that the engine uh, landed in Roy and Dahlia's garage, and the wing, which was full of fuel, sliced their ha house in half, and they all died, all of them. All four of them and their two guests, they died including the pilot. You know, did they get up that morning planning on dying that day? No, of course not. Uh, the good news is that both Roy and Dahlia and their guests were all Christians. They had Bible studies in that house. So we know where their future is and where they are now, which is pretty awesome. But, you know, were they ready to die? Let me read something to you out of Hebrews and uh, just, just listen and, and see what you think. Hebrews chapter 9, starting in verse 27, says this. Just as man is destined to die once, and after that to face judgment, so Christ, now listen, so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many people and he will appear a second time not to bear sin but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him you know it's amazing we, we prayed for the, the earthquake victims this morning can you imagine it being about 4.15 in the morning and you're lying in bed maybe next to your spouse or your children are in the next room or whatever and all of a sudden, it sounds like a freight train coming through your house and the whole roof and everything collapses and you're trapped in that rubble. I mean, what a, what a terrible feeling that would be. And, and in addition to that, what a terrible feeling it would be to be one of the ones that survived and have your, all your family be killed. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just amazing what happens. You know, we, we need to expect the unexpected because it will happen stuff that's just unexpected in life is going to happen to us well so what is the formula 
for success as a human being? I'm glad you ask. Because I'm going to tell you, okay? First of all, point number one is that we, we need to be born again. You need to be born again. In 1 John 1, 9, it says this. If we confess our sins to God, he is faithful and justified to forgive us for our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, the reason I know that scripture by heart is because I do it about 30 times a day. Maybe I should say 30 times an hour. I don't know, but a lot. Okay? If we confess our sins to God, he is what? Faithful and justified to forgive us our sins. And not only that, he didn't stop there. He put the last part of the verse in there. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, that's the sins we don't remember. Or the sins we didn't confess. Or the sins we, we committed that we didn't know were sins. That's point number one. It says this. Do your best, this is 2 Timothy 2.15, do your best to present yourselves to God as one approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Do your best to prove yourselves, to prove yourselves for God. You know, it says in the Bible that um, if you come to God, you first must believe that he exists, okay? That's the first thing we want to do, is you've got to believe he exists. Secondly, is that he is a rewarder of those who are diligent in searching for him. That word diligent in the, in the Greek means to be uh, occupied with him or to crave God. You know, and I, I don't know about you, but I want to crave God, okay? I can admit that I don't crave God 24-7, etc., because um, unfortunately I'm human still. But, you know, that's where, that's where our goal is, to crave God, to be interested in Him, to be praying to Him consistently, to be joyful in all things, to be thankful, to be thankful even in the bad things. Why? Because good things are going to follow. That's why. You know, after a great test comes a great blessing. After a great test comes a great blessing. So if you're being tested now or in the future or if you've been tested in the past, you can, you can agree that there was great blessings that follow. Number two, okay, it says learn the word of God. First of all, you got to be born again. Second of all, is you need to learn the word of God. Why? This is our instruction manual for life. It just is. It says in the Bible this, faith comes from hearing the message of Christ. That's Romans chapter 10, verse 17. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says this, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Yeah. For he that comes to God must first believe that he exists and secondly believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently search for him. So we need to learn the word of God. And it's, it's, 
it's important because when you learn the word of God, you're going to build up your faith. When you build up your faith, you're going to be able to please God because God is pleased with faith. We could logically change that verse to say this. With faith, it is what? Possible to please God, right? Possible to please God. Well, so first of all, you've got to be born again. All right, we, we've got that, you got that settled. Second thing is you need to learn the word of God. The third thing is we need to learn how to pray. And we need to do it. You know, it says in James 5.16, it says, The prayer of a righteous man, and I'm going to add woman in there too, okay? The prayer of a righteous person, it says, is powerful and effective. Powerful and effective. You know, I pray for my family every day. I want every single member of my family to be saved, right? All right. That's a given. I pray for our church. I pray for many of you by name. And you know what? I believe that God hears those prayers. And because he hears those prayers, he has obligated himself to answer. Yeah. He has sworn by himself, if you pray to me in Jesus' name, I will answer your prayer. Okay? Now, it may not be in exactly the way you think or exactly the time frame you think, right? But he will answer the prayer. It will be yes, it will be no, and it will be just wait. Okay? Just wait. Hang tough. Things are going to get better. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Point number four, don't be deceived and don't deceive yourself. Listen to what James says. I'm gonna read James chapter one, starting at verse 19. Here's what it says. Just listen to this, this is, this is really great. He says, my dear brothers, so he's talking to Christian people, right? My dear brothers, take note of this. So when an apostle, when the half-brother of Jesus Christ says, take note of this, probably should be underlined in your Bible. Take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you he says in verse 22 do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves do what it says do what it says now angry oh I got to tell you about anger this is bad so I got a call yesterday from a gal over the coast that wants to buy my Ford Explorer, which I'm sort of torn between selling because it's a great car, but I've, I've just, I've had it over one month, so I've, you know. <laughs> I've actually had it seven years, which is a long time for me. And so I went out to the Explorer, and there was a little part in the cons upper console where your lights are, you know, that when you open the door, your lights come on. And it was, it was kind of drip, drag, uh, it was kind of, 
droopy. So I took my drill and my screwdriver and I, I put it in a little corner of the, of the uh, console and, and I drilled a hole in there and I put a screw through it and, and tightened it up. And after that, well, the lights didn't work. <laughs> None of the gauges worked. The heater didn't work. The stereo didn't work. I'd like to tell you that I blew a fuse, and I did. But I blew another fuse, too. It just wasn't a pretty sight. You know, have you ever, have you ever asked God, why? Why? Why, Lord, can't things be easy? Why can't people do the speed limit? I think some of you are with me, aren't you? I'm pretty sure you are. You know, God loves us. He just loves us so much. And he wants us to, to change. And you know, I feel so convicted after, you know, I, I got a little upset, you know, and I said, you know, shucky darn and <laughs> cotton picker. I had to repent. And in addition to that, after that, I had to go and finish my message, which is really hard. Lord, please help me to really, really repent because I really want this message to be good, right? Oh, man. You must be born again. Learn the word of God and pray because it's effective and it's powerful. Don't be deceived and, or deceive yourself. Do what the word says. Point number five is be honest and obedient. Listen to what 1 John chapter 2 says. Okay, I'm going to read it to you. It says this. My dear children. So when John says this, we know he's writing to Christian people. He called, it's so interesting. John was the last apostle to die. And the Romans tried to kill him by boiling him in oil and it didn't work. Isn't that amazing? Go ahead, turn up the heat a little bit. Oh, can I smell something? And then the Lord, of course, had him exiled to the island of Patmos where he wrote the book, the entire book of Revelation, had one of the greatest revelations of Jesus Christ in the entire Bible. That's just amazing. Do all things work for the good to them who love God and are called according to his purpose? Yeah, they do. I called up the gal on the car afterwards. She was coming over today. I said, hey, made a little mistake. I want to get the car fixed before you come over. She says, please don't sell it before I come over. I said, I promise I won't. So I guess all things are going to work out for the better. And plus, I'm going to get to witness to her. Yeah, I know. She was engaged to be married. She told me this on the phone. I don't know why, but she, she did. And uh, she was engaged to be married, and uh, she was living on the property of the fellow that she was engaged to, and he dumped her because he found someone else. <laughs> it happens. Yes, it does. Yeah. I, don't, I, won't, I won't cause you to raise hands, but I know that several of us have had that happen. 
Kind of sucks, huh? And I told her, you know what I told her? I said, and I don't know if she's a Christian or not. I have no idea. I said, you know what? God's got a plan for your life. He does. He has a plan for your life. Everything's going to work out just fine. Uh, we're going to get you that car. She's going to live in her little travel trailer for a while, which will be cozy. And uh, you know what? God's going to make it right. He will. He'll make it right. Well, the scripture I want to read you is in 1 John chapter 2. It says this, verse 1. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, God's got a backup plan, right? We have one who speaks to the Father in our defense, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. Did you know that you have a defense attorney sitting at the right hand of the Father, ever living to make intercession for you right now when you pray? Every prayer that you, that you pray goes directly to Jesus Christ and then to God. And Jesus Christ interprets our prayers to God the Father. And God the Father is obligated to his son and to us to answer those prayers. So let me ask you this. Do you think it's good to pray? Yeah, it is. It's real good to pray. Because God's going to answer it. And you know, I, there's lots and lots and lots of stuff to pray about today, isn't there? Well, listen to what he says. He says this. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. We know that we have come to know him if we obey his commands. The man who says, I know him, but does not do what he commands, is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But if anyone, oh, listen, if anyone obeys his word, God's love is made perfect in him and complete. Wow. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. So, we're to obey the word, all right? And we're to walk as Jesus did. How did Jesus walk? Well, he was in fellowship with God the Father the whole time, wasn't he? So we need to be in fellowship with God as much as possible. And you know what Jesus did? He loved everyone. He loved the good, the bad, and the ugly. And believe me, there was plenty of ugliness going around with Jesus Christ. Even on the cross, with his hands and his feet nailed to a piece of wood, he said, Father, forgive them for what they do. They just don't know what they're doing. Isn't that something? Man. Well, the sixth point. Be prepared spiritually, mentally, and physically. Let me read something to you out of 1 Peter. All right? As soon as I get there. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15 says this. But in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. Y'all have that now? In your hearts set apart Christ as as Lord. Make him number one priority. I guarantee you this, and I can say this over a life of experience, okay? 
if you'll make God the number one priority in your life, all the rest of it will work out somehow, some way. Okay? He says this. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason, okay, for the hope that you have. What hope do we have? Well, first of all, we've got the hope of heaven, don't we? I'm going to heaven. I know what the last page in the book says. That's where I'm headed. There's no doubt about it. Now, you may have doubts about it, but I don't have any doubts about it. And I don't have any doubts about you going to heaven either. So with that said, we also have hope in this world too, don't we? God says, I will never leave you or forsake you. The song that they sing, I hate to admit it, but it brought a tear to my eye. I'm like, wow, I mean, it was beautiful. Absolutely. You know, God will never leave us or forsake us. We need to be strong and we need to be prepared. We need to be prepared to talk to our neighbors, to talk to our bosses or our employees or the people we don't like or the people we do like. The, the neighbor who has the barking dog, okay? We need to talk to be ready and be prepared to talk in love to those people. Want to be born again? Want to learn God's word? Want to pray a powerful and effective prayer? We don't want to be deceived or deceive ourselves. We want to be honest and obedient and walk as Jesus did. We want to be prepared mentally spiritually and physically and number seven I wrote look up okay number seven look up Jesus said look up for your redemption draws near learn to love God learn to be thankful even when things are not going right rejoice in hope because we all have hope love your neighbor as you love yourself. That's what God wants us to do. I'm going to read two, two short scriptures to you. And then we'll pray. Revelation 22.12. Which is the last chapter in the book of Revelation. Says this. Jesus is speaking. Behold I am coming soon. My reward is with me. And I will give to everyone. According to what he has done. And I love this scripture. I want you to think about it. Revelation 22.17 says this. The Spirit, who are we talking about here? The Holy Spirit, okay. The Holy Spirit and the bride. Who's the bride? Now you guys are, me. Say, come. That's what it says in the Bible. We're, we're looking up and we're saying, the Holy Spirit and the bride are saying, come. Okay, come Lord Jesus. The good news is this, is that Jesus... God is very patient, and it says he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to know him. And you know, I want you to think about this. If you were born again in, let's just say, 1990, okay? Wouldn't it have been something if the Lord would have come back in 1988? Not good, huh? I won't tell you when I came to the Lord. It wasn't in the 1800s either. <laughs> Wow, that really hurt. Pray with me, would you? Dear Father in heaven, please forgive me for my sins. 
please cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Come into my heart. Change my life. You know my circumstances. Help me to be thankful. To learn to love you. And love each other. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, what do you think? Should we do it? Let's do it. Okay. Johnny, you got a song for us? I mean, he gets a standing ovation. What do I get? You know. Yeah. If you're here this morning and you gave your heart and life to Jesus Christ, we've got a Bible for you, and we want to pray with you. And if you're struggling with anything in your life, uh, uh, finances or relationships or anything, and you need prayer, you can come forward after the service. Also, after the service, we're still, again, reminding you, we're taking pictures over here in uh, Fellowship Hall, trying to get our directory together. And we have a very short board meeting today. Where are we meeting? I think we're going to meet right here in the pastor's office, uh, and if we get too big for that, we'll filter back out and kind of get in this corner of the sanctuary, but uh, we didn't order any sandwiches today, and it's Super Bowl Sunday, and we have very little or almost nothing on the agenda, so. Uh, yeah, I don't want to with anything either. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stand to your feet if you're able, and... Um, uh, most of you will know the words to this, but you may need the 419 in your hymnal, The Family of God. Uh, I'm kind of hoping that you won't really need the words so that we can hold hands with our family of God. And so if that doesn't make you uncomfortable, if we can hold hands across the aisle. We haven't got to do this in a long time because COVID kind of shut all this down, but... Uh, isn't it great to have a church family like this? It is. And so let's sing together the family of God. And let's end the service the right way, okay? I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood, joined Jesus says we travel this sod for I'm part of the family the family of God for I'm a part of the family the family of God Amen have a wonderful wonderful afternoon be blessed today